1: Hey, karen vaughn here from get off the bench today i wanted to talk to you about the five reasons that people don't take action self-doubt imposter syndrome overwhelmed by the big picture not knowing where to start or fear which is usually fear of failure criticism or rejection now underneath those five there are a stack of other things Um, hundreds of other things in fact under there but they are from all my years in helping people to get off the bench they are the five that I really see people get stuck on what I wanted to share with you was uh, a little bit of I guess some tips to how you might be able to navigate your way through any of those I ask people all the time after workshops, what was it that was stopping you from, you know, taking steps in the first place? And every single time there is at least one of these things that that comes to the forefront. And, and in actual fact, quite often it's always, a, a, you know, more, more than one, like it's, it's a combination of these things. And sometimes there is the entire five. So a few tips that I use personally to get over these things because I I also uh, experience them. In fact, everybody I know experiences these blockages and these tips work for me. So I, I hope they work for you. So we'll start with self-doubt. I always like to do this thing that... You look at a past achievement and so something that you've achieved, it can be anything, getting your driver's licence or, you know, learning how to use a computer or, or, you know, writing it, putting in a proposal or something like that. Just anything that you were kind of, you know, sweating on and worrying, how am I going to do this? I don't I don't know that I've got the skills. You know, what if I fail? All this kind of stuff, This all this self-doubt. By the way, self-doubt is fear of failure anyway, but let's just keep working on this. So go back to something that you've achieved and in the past. Now, what I want you to think about is three things. There are three parts to this. Before, during, and after. So how did you feel before? So really, really go back and imagine uh, when you were in that place and and think about how you felt. So let's say getting a driver's licence. How did you feel when it was coming up and you were thinking oh I've got to get the license and I you know I've, I don't know I've never driven a car before I'm going to get my learners and you know there's all these all this stuff comes up what if I don't stop but what if I don't you know I doubt myself doubt myself how did you feel before second how did you feel during not so bad And then how did you feel at the end of it when you actually achieved it? Hey, look at me. I'm driving around. Now, the chances are you're going to feel three things. So before, it's self-doubt, fear. Oh, my God, I have no idea how to do this. I don't know if I can do this. During, it's kind of like, hmm, this isn't too bad. You know what? I'm getting there. It's all right. And, And three, you know, afterwards, it's like, wow, I did it. I feel incredible. I achieved this. So whenever you've got something big that you're looking at and you think, oh, I'm doubting myself, always think back to something that you've done in the past and go through those three sections before, during, after, and then just duplicate it. Just know that from past experience this happened and I can do it again. And this is how I feel. Now, the second one, imposter syndrome. Now, I just want you to know everybody feels imposter syndrome um, if people say they don't that's then they're not telling the truth and imposter syndrome is when you feel like um, you feel like an imposter it's kind of like you know who am I to do this people aren't going to listen to me um, you know other people are already doing this and they're probably better than me and we have all these these thoughts now just think about think about it like this if if I want to write a book on how to start a business, and I Google uh, books on how to start a business and I see that, you know, 10 other people have done it. In fact, probably a million other people have done it. And, and I just say, that's it. I can't write a book because somebody else has already written a book on that topic. So what what have I got to offer? Who's going to listen to me? They're bigger experts than me. All that kind of stuff goes through a head. And that's that's not true. It, Everybody needs to hear something with your voice, your unique voice, and they will resonate with this person or that person or you or them, but your voice will resonate with somebody, and it's important. So, you know, Maya Angelou, who was one of the world's greatest writers, she every time she wrote a book, she said, "Uh uh-oh, I'm going to be found out now, and she had imposter syndrome. So it's normal, but it's about... You know, we've just got to push through it. So what you do is you look for evidence. So uh, just evidence that you're not an imposter. And this could be past achievements, awards, qualifications, uh, knowledge, experience. There will be stuff in your past that is evidence that you are not an imposter in whatever topic that is. Uh, the second thing, or the, the, this is my favourite thing, is I keep a brag book or a promo book. So every time I do a talk, every time I run a workshop, every time I do, um, you know, I, I'm in the newspaper or I'm on radio or anything like that, I keep a photo of it or a snippet of it and, you know, in... in of course not an audio file which i do but i put it in a book so take photos or screenshots or something and get and i put it in a book so whenever i'm feeling a bit of imposter syndrome so like a folder with plastic sleeves i can say wait i'm feeling like an imposter i go back to my book I flick through the pages and i can see that uh, i am absolutely not an imposter and then i can get on with it the the other thing on the imposter syndrome is just know that everybody feels it so just feel it and do that thing anyway the best way to overcome it is just get on with it and get doing it the third thing overwhelmed by the big picture now this happens to everybody we have a great big vision a great big idea and we can see it and it's just wow like that and then we think oh my god i don't know it's just so big it is really big The thing is, break it down into small chunks, break it down into manageable achievable chunks because you want to succeed because if you break it down into chunks where you won't succeed because you've st- you've still got it too big you're going to feel like a failure. you're not going to want to do it and you'll abandon it so make sure that the success achievable chunks chunks that you can succeed at and each success builds on the next you can reverse engineer it you can say well this is where i want to get to what steps do i need to do in a reverse order so that i can work out uh, where to start here and to break it down into smaller bits. You can break it down into pillars. What are five, what are the five big things I have to do? So you might have the the tech side of it, the website, social media. You might have that I have to uh, work out budgets. I might have to do some sort of um, multimedia section. It depends what you're doing, you know, and, and break it down into, say, five big pillars or six big pillars and then break those pillars down into much smaller chunks now, uh, for those visual people, you might want to do a mind map. So, you know, uh, stick, your, stick your vision in the middle or your idea in the middle and then start to do branches out all the way from it with other other branches and other branches until you can see it, this massive uh, little little things that you need to do. And while that can seem overwhelming because you suddenly you've only got one idea in your head but suddenly you've got all this stuff on paper and it's it's big... That's still good because what it does is it takes the mess out of your head. Everything's jumbled. Everything's mixed up. It's just like one thing repeating after the other, like it's a mess. So once it's down on paper, it does seem big, but you can tick off one thing at a time and it becomes manageable. The next thing is don't know where to start. Well, um, I'm just going to say it's it's as simple as this. Start with one action. And it's the very first action. And what it is is like... um Uh, you know, you're just going to Google something or you're going to get out a Word doc and you're just going to start brain dumping ideas. It might be making a phone call. It might be telling a friend about your your idea. It might be sending an email or buying a book on that subject to to help you to learn more. But it is taking the first action. If you don't know where to start, you must take the first action. And, And once you take that first step, the next paver just appears and you step on it and the next one appears and you step on it and you just keep moving forward one step at a time and you eventually get there just like going on a holiday you know it's 500 miles or 500 kilometers you get in your car you don't expect to be there straight away you just expect that for every kilometer i drive i'm getting closer to where i'm i'm headed By the way, if you have a vision and you get to where you're heading, uh, be prepared to be adaptable and flexible with that vision because it will move as you're uh, fine-tuning and moving towards it. Now, the last one is fear, fear of failure, rejection, and criticism. Wow. Now, everybody experiences this too, so all of these things are normal. If you're experiencing all or any of these five, it's normal. So just know that. Now, failure, fear of failure. I just want to say this categorically that every entrepreneur fails over and over and over. For all these successful entrepreneurs, there have been a whole backlog of failures. And and that is fine. That's how we learn. That's how we get ahead. And just remember this, failure is feedback. It's just feeding back to us saying, hey, that didn't work. We need to change something. We need to shift something, need to move something, need to do something different. It's just learning. There is no such thing as failure. It's just learning. It's just feedback. So think of it like that. The second part is fear of redirection. Um, uh, Sorry, fear of rejection. And, you know, like just look at it is the same as failure equals feedback, just look at it like rejection equals redirection. If you're rejected from something, it's just pushing you off into a different direction. Hey, I'm not meant to be here, I'm going to go in this direction. And and also, for every no, you are one step closer to yes. So keep that in mind. The last bit is fear of criticism. And I just got to say, look, those criticising are the people uh, that are sitting on the sidelines, the people that are not in there. There's a great saying, never take constructive criticism from somebody who's never constructed anything. You know, all these people are going to tell you all these things about what's wrong with what you're doing and everything else. And it, it, you know what? They, they don't, ta- don't pay attention to them because the people who are in the ring They're the ones you need to pay attention to. They're the ones that will be lifting you up. They're the ones that have been there. So pay attention to the people in the ring and they won't be criticizing you. Just stick with it. And by the way, when people criticize, they only do it until the next big thing comes along. Have you ever sat down at a at a, a, a cafe and had a coffee with somebody and, and you're or you're hearing, listening to people on the next table? Oh, did you hear what Mary did? Oh, I don't think that's a good What are you having for dinner tonight? Within two minutes, two seconds, even, people have moved on. And, and even if it takes two weeks, the, the next thing will come along within two weeks and they'll move on to that. So if they're criticizing, they're only going to do it for a very short time and just don't worry about it. Now, the For all of those fear things, the best antidote for fear is action. So for all of the things, the whole five reasons that I've been talking about, the best antidote is just take action. Oh, by the way, there is one other reason people don't take action, and that is because they really don't want to do it enough. So if you're dilly-dallying, you're going, oh, no, nah, nah, it's none of those reasons, Well, maybe you don't want to do it enough. You have to really, really, really want to do that thing to get it off the ground. So that's it for me. Um, I'm Karen Vaughan. I'm from Get Off The Bench. I want you to get off the bench. I want you to take action and uh, absolutely believe in yourself because you can. Thanks heaps. See ya.
0: Thank you for listening. Make sure to visit our website at www.ospodsyndicate.com.au where you can subscribe to the show in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or via RSS so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, rate and review this podcast and share it with your friends. You can also join the conversation with Ospod Syndicate on Facebook, twitter and instagram please consider on making a donation to help us keep making the podcast you love if you have any questions feel free to reach out to us